Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. This is episode number 436 with Scarlett DeBeese, Dress for Dating Success. Hi, everybody. I'm Sandy Weiner, and welcome back to Last First Date Radio, where we believe that a woman of value naturally attracts the respect she deserves in life and love. I believe in the importance of being a woman of value so much, I wrote a book about it, and it's called Becoming a Woman of Value, How to Thrive in Life and Love, and it's filled with 30 tips and exercises to help you step more fully into your value. It's available now on Amazon for Kindle or paperback. And this week's tip for becoming a woman of value is be playful. And I know my guest, Scarlett, is very good at this. <laughs> uh, so many women, however, are not so great at showing their playful side. It is so sexy to be playful on dates and we tend to go in so serious and think we have to share like the important stuff right away and connect on our wounds and our deeper things. And I mean, I, I was just watching The Bachelor and there is a woman on the show and I really never watched it, but my daughter is into it. So we were sitting there watching it and this woman is deaf. And the first meeting of The Bachelor, she says, there's something I want you to know about me. I'm deaf and I'll be reading your lips a lot, but they're really handsome lips or something like that. So she was, I, I personally, I think it's good she shared. I mean, I don't know if I do it the first meeting in the first five seconds, but I think just sharing that it was playful and sexy and owning it like, hey, I'm deaf, I'm cool with it. And I can't wait to read those beautiful lips. So this week's challenge is to add more play into your life, whether it's in your dating life or your work life or your friendships, bring out that playful side of you because it really is you authentic, alive, and it's so important. Before I bring Scarlett on, I want to invite anybody who's not yet a member to my Facebook group, Your Last First Date. We are a fabulous group of support. This is not a place to come and just complain and whine about how bad dating is. We actually don't allow that. We, we support you through your challenges and your triumphs, but this is a place to grow and not just be a victim. So many groups just don't moderate and we do. So if you want a safe space for growing into your last first date, come and join us. And now for my guest, Scarlett DeBeast. She's actually a return guest and she shows women executives and business owners how to look as put together on the outside as they are on the inside. She's also showed, shown many of my clients how to look great for dates. And we're gonna focus on that topic today. She's been doing this for 14 years, guiding her clients to always know what to wear and have outfits that reflect their personality their professionalism, their power, and they have confidence in their appearance, which really makes them earn more money and get more respect. And so on dates, we have a whole other thing happening. When you feel good in your clothes, and we're going to talk about that, you can attract people who really see your essence. And so welcome to the show, Scarlett DeBeast. Hi, I love being here. Thanks, Sandy. 
<laughs> well, welcome back. And um, you've been very generous to my to my audience. You've talked about, um, you know, just how to look good on camera for my pandemic dating course participants as a bonus video. And um, so let's start with why you do this work. What inspired you to become a stylist, an image consultant, whatever you call yourself today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, therapist, uh, <laughs> right. you know, it's kind of, you know, kind of what we all do also, you know, what happened was that I, 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 a friend dragged me to see an image consultant, you know, 20, 24 years ago. And, uh, when I found out that, that I was wasting money on clothes that didn't look good on me, but I didn't know why they didn't look good on me. And so when I learned what looked good on me and why it just changed how I looked at the clothes in my closet, how I spent my money, how I shopped. And, and, you know, when I was getting more compliments and feeling better about myself because I was wearing clothes that represented who I was, that were flattering to my features, to who I was, it just, changed me. And then that's when I realized this was a career. And so I was always in the business of helping women because I was a makeup artist. It just sort of seemed to be natural for me to do this. And the woman that I went to years ago for advice told me that I should be doing this myself. Um, so I'm like, oh, interesting. And that's kind of like how it all started. And But the most, the, the biggest reason why, and I didn't realize it till later on, was that I realized that myself and many women were always thinking about everybody else and doing things for everybody else and putting everybody else first. And we're making ourselves feel less than because we weren't giving to ourselves at all. And, and, and I realized that women have to give more to themselves. And that's pretty much what I do. When I realized that my daughter who was, you know, had these budding breasts, wanted to go to Victoria's Secret and have me buy a bra that cost maybe $30, whatever, or $40 at the time. And I wasn't doing that for myself. I realized there was something very wrong. So it inspired me to help more women make themselves feel as good as they should. I love that. My my daughter did the same thing with the, with the uh, Victoria's Secret and spending money on bras and I mean definitely I think so many of us don't pay enough attention and we you know we sort of put ourselves on the bottom of our to do list in many many ways and including how we dress and how we look to the world I mean I lived in leggings and giant t shirts for all the years I was raising my children, I would just go outside in these like sloppy looking clothes that hid my body and did not flatter me. And I had a great body, but I didn't even realize it. So, you know, we, yeah. that's a whole other discussion. And we're going to talk a little bit about yeah. women's own impression of their body and how they feel in their clothes and in their body. So let's, let's get to that. How, how do women's clothing affect uh, her mindset and her confidence, especially when it comes to dating? When you're wearing something like, so even the t-shirt and the leggings, you know, that was a uniform. We all, I mean, I wore that when I was pregnant and then I wore that for many years after I was pregnant. It was comfortable. It was, you know, but it made all of us feel messy. It made us feel a little sloppy. And when you're wearing clothes that are you know, the kind, you know, what you're hanging out at home clothes, you start to feel a little bit lazier. You start to feel a little bit um, 
nah, not really, and why bother? Like a why bother attitude. So when you wear clothes that fit you, fit the body you have now, it changes your posture. It changes how you react when you see yourself in the mirror. I had a client who told me um, that she didn't have a mirror. And then when I came to her home, she had a huge mirror in her, in her closet, but didn't even know it was there because she had been told since she was a child by her mother that she didn't look good enough, that she, her body wasn't right enough, that she would need to have surgery when she got older. This woman was a size six to an eight, yet she saw some distorted vision of herself and um, I forgot how I was getting here, but she basically couldn't look at her own reflection because of the story she, she told in her head. She was really repeating the story she was brought up on. But how, what you wear affects how you feel. And when you look in the mirror and you see yourself as looking not right because your clothes aren't fitting well or because they're just really too comfy, too casual, it's going to start bringing you down. It's going. It's not going to make you have this mo the most important accessory in the world, which is confidence. I mean, without confidence, you're not going to be able to be playful. You're not going to be able to to have any any joy or make somebody else feel good about themselves. Because if you don't feel good about you, you can't feel good about somebody else. And what we wear totally changes how we see ourselves. And the proof is that. When you get a compliment, it feels really good. So people who say they don't care about what they wear, they don't have that attitude. When they get a compliment, they care. So it, it just makes a, a big difference in how you see yourself. So true. I mean, I, 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 uh, my son is actually going through a whole style makeover. And he, it, it's been interesting. Just this morning, we were talking about style and how many men he knows who don't convey confidence because of how they look like there's this guy who's in his 40s who he works with who wears cargo pants and graphic tees and you know like something out of the 90s or something and he just carries himself like bent over and not 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 good posture and my son has been upping his style game like he got a pair of Doc Martens he's got really cool sneakers he just got a watch and he's been wearing the Apple watch because he works for Apple. And he said, you know, I don't want to be connected to being notified every second. And I want to stand out and be different and be more me. And so he spent a lot of time looking at watches and what would really be reflective of my essence. And I think a lot of people don't even trust that they even know where to start to find out what really is a reflection of who they are. You know, I'm an artistic person. I like to dress with color and pattern and, and I'm pretty confident in picking out things that I like and what, what looks good on me, but I wasn't always so good at that. You know, I used to pick out kind of very over the top patterns. So what advice would you have for women who really want to rock their outfits on a first date, but don't even know where to begin? Well, first of all, always, always, always wear something that you're comfortable with. So don't let anybody tell you, oh, you know, you got to wear an animal print or you need to wear something, you know, low cut or whatever. You have to be very comfortable in what you're wearing. Otherwise, you're going to be thinking about that and not hearing what you're saying or what the person that you're meeting is saying. So the, the area, you know, whether it's in person 
or virtually, whether it's for business or for dating or for any, any event at all, you know, going out with friends, this is the area that is the most important. It's not just when you're on, you know, Zoom, because it's, it's called like the triangle of power in, in, in terms of a, a person's proportions. So everything that you wear has to be concentrated up here. And up here means to bring attention to the face, to bring attention to your eyes, or for that woman on The Bachelor, for the lips. This is really what counts. And so what you want to do is always, 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 if you're lucky enough to have eyes that have any color in them, blue, green, hazel, green, yellow, wear something that makes those eyes pop because this is like the window into your, to your soul, as they say, you know, this is where you want people to get lost when they talk to you is in your eyes. Everything comes from there. And so you always, always wear things that bring out those colors. And that could be in the sense of a top or the, or the dress or a jacket, earrings, a scarf, necklace, always, always do that. Bring attention up here be, um, and not like with a, um, uh, you know, cleavage or with lots of ruffles and things over here, you got to stay up here. It's really, really important. And I'm learning this more and more as I go in my career that um, where you even like place a pin is important. If you're going to wear a pin, it shouldn't be down here. It should be up here. Everything needs to be up here to bring attention. So I always suggest to my clients is to wear earrings, necklace and a scarf and the color of their eyes that has the color of their eyes in there. And if you have brown eyes or black eyes, then you want to wear some sort of jewel tone to bring out some richness, bring out the depth of your eyes. Um, just always think about having your eyes be what brings, what gets the most attention is always important because that's really what we see. That's where we should be looking. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great advice. And for people who are not watching on video, when she says up here, she's pointing to torso and up and, and even higher, right? A lot of times like your pin has to go high enough. And I know that, you know, when people are on dates and they often will say, hey, don't, don't focus on my cleavage, focus on my eyes, it, you know, but if you're bringing it, <laughs> your boobs are hanging out. Of course, they're going to look at your cleavage and they're thinking about sleeping with you. Right. I mean, they're guys, you know, that's, right. that's what they do. Right. That's their job. So if you right. want them to also focus on the other parts of you, wear something of interest, right? Yeah, you, I mean, if you're, if you know, especially on a first date, you want people to get to know you and to, and to see you as a woman of value and to, and to care about, you know, what you have to say and what you think and what, you know, what your opinions are. So there's no reason to give distractions. And I, and I have to say that, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with showing a little cleavage and showing a little, you know, what, what you got, when you got it, you got it, you know, but regardless it, in terms of the right proportions to a person, you still want to stay up higher because it's going to throw off your proportions if you bring too much attention to the other parts of your body. But most importantly, you can, you know, you can use some sexuality, but I think for a first date, you might want to reel it in a little bit because you really want to get to know the person, have them get to know you and not, not, not um, categorize you in another way. You want to be first heard and seen, I think. I agree. I think that there's, you know, 
the looks are what draw people in, but there's depth to you. And you want to be able to convey that by being more than just your looks, you know, and it's, it's very, uh, to connect only on the basis of your appearance, it's going to fade out pretty soon, you know, and it doesn't sustain. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we're, we're all dating as older women. Most of the people listening to this show are, are in their forties and up. And as we age, if, if all it's based on, if all attraction is based on is our appearance as we are now, then what happens in 10 years and 20 years when things start to shift? So we, right. we are and much more than, they do shift. And especially, you know, we're just in the midst of the pandemic still, and a lot of things have shifted. <laughs> so, so let's talk about this whole virtual thing, because we're, we're here still in the pandemic as we tape this show, and everything has gone to Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, <clears throat> whatever way that you are talking to people before you actually meet. And I actually love, I love having the ability to meet someone on Zoom and not make the effort to go out. If there is no connection, it is so much less stress and less energy. So when somebody is on Zoom or any of these virtual platforms, what are some of your suggestions so that women can look their best? I'd have to repeat what I said about, you know, bringing the attention up here to your coloring, to your eyes. Um, I think it's a great opportunity to show a little personality. So, you know, where maybe some, you know, if, if you are, you know, kind of like a person who has a sense of humor, who has a lot of fun with things, then perhaps wear a necklace that reflects that. I mean, if someone is uh, a whimsical person, they have whimsical earrings or a necklace, you know, something to sort of even start a conversation with that, you know, by having mm -hmm. something like that on you. You could uh, wear um, anything but black. I'm, you know, even though I'm wearing black now, I have my red necklace on, but try not to wear black because I think it's a, it is a, it is a color of mourning. It is a color that can make you disappear. And I think when you're meeting somebody, I don't I think I know when you're meeting somebody, the last thing you want to do is look like you're disappearing. It's a subliminal message. And I don't feel that that's a good message to give. Uh, wear like a, a navy or a, a chocolate brown or a teal, which is almost beautiful in everybody to, to make you look vibrant and approachable. Uh, like, you know, I, I had a client who gave me a great line that she wants to dress in a way that she looks successful and accessible. You know, you, you know, you don't want to look off off-putish, I'm not sure that's the right, the right <laughs> term, but you don't want to get, um, you know, so dressed up that it looks like you're going to a party of one, it's like a little strange, but you want to look like you are very approachable and you do that by wearing clothes that make you feel good. So I got to tell you, a lot of women, especially with, you know, the weight gains that have been going on, they will put something on that's a little bit too tight that's really important not to do because what you're gonna be focusing on is whether or not something's, you know, whether something's showing or something's that coming out someplace or whatever. So you put on something that you're very comfortable in, but don't look like you're really comfortable. Meaning don't put on an oversized top, you know? Don't put on um, 
a giant sweater, you know, don't, don't, don't disappear in your clothes, put on that fits you as you are now, but isn't something that's too small because you will be uh, unconsciously um, worried about how you look because you know that something isn't fitting right. So don't cheat, even if it's just from the waist up on Zoom or the, or the chest up on Zoom, don't put on something that's so tight that you're gonna be subconscious about that because it will affect how you come across, what you say, how you're feeling about yourself because internally you're gonna be saying, I need to go on a diet. I need to go on a diet. If only I didn't have that cake. Oh, I have to lose five pounds. You know, dress comfortably, but don't look comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And we had, we just had something in my group that I wanted to talk about for a minute. Um, we have a lot of women in the Facebook group who are larger sized women. And a bunch of them actually got engaged recently. And one of them talked about her body shame when she posted her engagement photos and how she wasn't happy with them. And Scarlett, you're a part of the group and you had a great comment for her. So would you share that with our audience? Yeah, I know she, she started her comment. Um, it was her engagement photos and they were great photos. And um, she started her comment with saying that she has, a, she has an issue with confidence. And that she feels that, you know, she's lax it and she was brought up in a way of judging other people on their appearance and, and she has a hard time looking at her own photos and I, and I, I get that I understand that I have a daughter with the same issue at one point for her engagement photos. And what I was what I was explaining to her was that, you know, she her in her photos. She was so joyful, you know, she um, so so happy. He so loves her, you know, she so loves him. It was so apparent. And I have um, clients before they've worked with me and I know women who follow me who are very thin and they don't have any more confidence than she did. They certainly didn't have the sparkle in her eyes, uh, in their eyes that she did. They certainly don't have the, the joy that she did. And they really wish they did. You know, so my point was that the confidence has nothing to do with your size because there are women who are a size four who feel crummy about themselves. And there are women who are a size 14 or 24 who would give anything to be the size four. And either way, it doesn't mean you're gonna feel good about yourself. And either way, it doesn't mean you're gonna have more confidence. Confidence does not come from what size you are. Confidence comes from how you feel about yourself and how you treat yourself. And if you're wearing clothes that are flattering and that make you feel beautiful and attractive, then you're going to have um, a lot more confidence in yourself. And then that's gonna be coming out. But I felt bad that, you know, she, she was saying that she was lacking she was concerned about not having enough confidence. And I hoped I made her feel better by making her realize that she's is enviable. She is gorgeous. And yeah. she was, it was in, it was, you could see it. It was coming out in those photos. What a happy, happy day that was, you know? Yeah. Um, so I hope I helped in that sense. You definitely helped. And I have to say that your comment was one of the ones that she really appreciated and she commented on it because so many of the comments were, you're beautiful, you're so beautiful. And that's what we, we tend to do is we tend to tell people not to think what they think and believe what they believe and it doesn't work. It, it is sweet to want to fix it for someone, 
And basically what I said to her is we can tell you that a thousand times and it's not going to make a difference because confidence comes from inside. And, you know, who would you be if you weren't comparing yourself to other people? And she goes, I don't know. I have always compared myself to other people. And so your comment was, you know, I have seen women who are smaller, who are not as confident as you. And I think that was a very sobering comment for her. The, the other part that was, I think, very helpful about her post was that she was vulnerable and she's engaged to someone who loves her, who, who absolutely adores her. And it, it, I went through the entire process with her because she's been posting on, in the group for a long time. And we know that she had moments of doubt and moments where she was impatient. He's never going to get engaged to me. He, he's not moving fast enough. He hasn't said, I love you yet, but he's showing it. And we all kept hearing like the, the reassurance of he is there. He's, he's consistently there for you. And so again, it's, it's, you have to look at the signs of confidence. You have to look at the signs of love. You have to look at the signs of how people treat you. It's not the external stuff. It's always the internal. And so mm -hmm. I, I, I loved it. I loved what you said to her. And I, I think that it really made a difference. Oh, I'm glad, you know, I, I, I just felt compelled because the minute I see, because the, the one result, the one word that women always tell me they have after working with me is that they have more confidence. So when she started with confidence, my eye just went boom <laughs> to that, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And important. you have a lot to share because you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Can you share another story um, of a woman whose life changed for the better after working together with you? There was one woman... Uh, she had she had uh, also gained a lot of weight, and so she started wearing that uniform of the leggings and the giant shirts. And her husband, who loved her very very much, um, you know, basically had like a come to Jesus moment, as they say, with her, and said, "Listen, I love you. I don't care what size you are, but at least put on clothes that are." that are nice, beautiful, that will make you feel beautiful. It doesn't matter what size you are. I'd love to see you wear nice clothes. And um, a, a friend of hers had heard me speak and gave her my name. And so I started working with her and showing her that she could look fabulous in the right clothes for her. And, and when she saw that, uh, she became known as the best dressed person where she worked which was kind of, you know, she was older than everybody else and she was much bigger than everybody else, but she had the name of being the most, the best dressed and the, and the best accessorized person because I love to play with accessories. And she actually started losing weight after that because again, she saw herself in a different way and she had, she saw, um, she saw, hey, you know, I, I, I do look good. I can look good. And it was amazing how it affected then how she treated her body going forward and she actually lost a considerable amount of weight after that because she no longer saw herself in a negative way you know mm -hmm. there is a benefit to, right. to seeing yourself in a positive way yeah and that, it was very sweet that's very sweet i love that number one her husband said i love you no matter what your size is and i think women don't believe that I mm -hmm. think that we have just been so brainwashed by society and by family and by lots of things to believe that we have to be perfect to be loved, to be that perfect size, yeah. perfect face, perfect 
skin color, perfect, whatever. And that's just not true. And confidence, again, this is the confidence that led to weight loss is so common. And because what happens with most people with weight loss is it's all about shaming and deprivation. And you feel horrible about yourself, then you go sneak, then you do. I mean, I know so many people who, from the time they were three, they were shamed for their size. Mm -hmm. And still today in their 70s, they're sneaking chocolate bars, they're going to the pharmacy and buying something, eating it in the car, shoving the, the papers down. And in the meantime, diet workshops and diets, diet everything and hiring dieting coaches. And all it takes really is yeah. making that mindset shift. Right. And, and those very same women, you know, uh, and I, at one point was that too, well, you know, I'm going to go on a diet and then I'll lose weight. I'm going to lose weight and then I'll do this. I'm going to lose weight and then I'll buy, you know, new clothes. And I, and the, and the, the truth is that I'm going to say most of these women never lose the weight and many times they gain more and the years that go by, they've lost this opportunity to feel like this woman did, which was, hey, yeah, I'm a bigger woman, but I can look great. I can, I yeah. can wear nice clothes. I can have a great outfit. I can, you know, look amazing and, you know, with that top and those earrings that, you know, that before you were just wearing a t-shirt. It's amazing how you can really look beautiful while you're in the process of wanting to lose weight or losing weight or thinking about losing weight, but to, mm -hmm. but to stop, stop putting off, you know, going on a date or meeting somebody or wearing something nice stop putting things off because time as we know it goes by so fast and we're losing so many opportunities to make ourselves feel good and to yeah. and to bring a smile to our face when we look in the mirror to not to to be, to be a woman that can walk past a mirror and not look because she dreads seeing it it's it's terrible why do that to yourself you know why not say hey yeah not bad not bad. 55, not bad. I'll right, take it. Exactly. Because whatever you are now, at one point in your life, you're going to wish you had appreciated it then. So yeah, yeah, that's, and that's such another good point, um, Scarlett, where the, the whole idea of hiding in so many ways where you put off doing things. And I see so many women who reach out to set up a session with me they have put off dating because of their size. They have said, well, I'll, I'll start dating when I'm 10 pounds thinner. Like, seriously? No, don't do that. <laughs> you know, and it's, and no. it's just so important to know, like dressing in the right clothes can give you that sense of confidence and get yourself out. And that's the beginning of a process, that courageousness to get out there. I love it. So yeah. let's, let's talk yeah. about a final tip. If you have any super tips for women who can, um, who, who really want to remove the stress about dressing for dates. Like I, I know I had, I had a first date outfit that I had for every first date. I would put sweaters on it. I would put jackets over it. In the summer, I would wear it with sandals and then I would wear it with boots in the winter. It just was one of those all season dresses that looked good on me. And I, I didn't have to worry about what to wear. So do you have any additional tips that women can use to get that stress away? A dress is a, is a great idea. There's a, there are a number of women who won't wear a dress because they hate their legs. So, <laughs> so um, I, I, think the, I, I think that a pair of 
depending upon your height. Okay. So if you're five, five and taller, I think a great look is a tunic style top and then either leggings or uh, straight legged pants. When I say straight leg or leggings, I don't mean tights. I just mean a pair of pants that follow the whole, the, the length of your legs straight down. Your hips and everything is hidden by the tunic. Your stomach is hidden by the tunic. And now your legs look long and lean if you're five, five and over. Uh, because tunics can be incredibly flattering and very forgiving. They hide all the, the, as I call them, ruffles and ridges in the body. That to me is a great look. And it, it's kind of like a dress in the sense, but it's a little bit shorter. So you want it to stop basically um, like an inch or two, I'm trying to think of my body, like, it, like right below the widest part of your thighs would be a tunic length. But that really only works if you're like five, four, five, five and taller. And if you want to wear a little heel with it, you know, for going out, that's great because you can sit down in a restaurant. You have to, you're not going to walk too much. It's fine. If you're on more on the petite side, you're really better. A dress would be great. Um, or if you're going to wear a top and pants in the same color, because you want to be able to look a little bit longer and leaner. And so you want like a column effect. So dress is a really, really great thing to wear. And you can, um, then add some accessories with it. I, I suggest honestly getting um, a dress in your best color or a top, a tunic, whatever, in your best color. And you that is you once you know your best color, it's what you're going to be buying a lot of. And for me, you know, for me personally, um, it could be red or it could be, you know, blues like navy, and then sort of keep you know, stick to that as your best color for, for your starting, for your first date, uh, for your first Zoom. Um, but I, 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 I really do love tunics for women who are 5'5 five five and, and, and up. But if you are on the petite side, I think a dress is a great idea because it does give you more um, continuity. You don't want to chop your body up when you're uh, more on the petite side, meaning you're going to have, let's say, the shirt, then you're going to have the pants, or a skirt, and then you're gonna have the, the, the shoes. It's too much chopping up. So a, skirt, a dress is actually a great idea because you have one long column until you get to the, to the feet. I hope that awesome. helps. Yeah, you're, you're the tunic lady. <laughs> I can always tell somebody's been dressed by Scarlett because they have a great tunic on. And one tip I have from If they you, have a little height, it looks great. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm 5'5". Five five, so used to be five, six back in the day, <laughs> but I still like wearing leggings or skinny jeans and a, and a tunic um, or, you know, a fun top. Um, people, people worry when they hear skinny jeans, they think, oh, I can't wear that. But there are, there are some out there now that are so comfortable and so flattering, as long as you wear a top that covers up the parts that shouldn't be seen. It's, it's right. amazing how good they look. Amazing. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And for any men listening out there, I had a client who dated a guy who would wear tight tops and baggy bottoms. And she said he was like wearing the opposite of what he should wear because he was in his late 60s. He had a bit of a belly and he had thin legs. And so flatter the parts <laughs> that are good and, and then wear something that fits on the top. So he would wear tops that were pulling and not flattering. And so she, she took them and dressed him. And I, I, you know, a lot of women do that for men who have no clue. 
because not everybody knows what to wear. So I just don't want to leave the men out. Right. But um, these are all great tips. Right. And I just wanted to just tell everybody that something I learned from you, Scarlett, is that a tunic with a, a, a rounded edge is better than a tunic with a square edge, right? Like, so it, it flatters more of the- figure, Yeah, ja right? jackets and tops um, always are, if, especially jackets, if you can get some, oh God, if you can get some that have a rounded corner. So for those who can see this, this is a rounded corner as opposed to a square. And the reason is that the rounded corner gives it more, emphasizes the waistline or gives the appearance of a waistline. And when you do things that are boxy, it, it literally makes you look like a box, which is nobody, no, no, no pinup girl back in the day um, was like looked at like, oh my God, wow, she looks like a box, you know? But, but everybody loved the whole, the whole curve thing and anything that has a curve in it, whether it's a seam, which is called a princess seam or a curved hem, always, always will accentuate a waistline or make you look like you have one, which is what we all want. Yeah, I love it. Hourglass versus box. <laughs> so Scarlett, as always, <laughs> this has been a fabulous, a fabulous conversation. So enlightening. And I love like the overall just confidence dress for your body. It's not about being the perfect size. It's about dressing to fit you, your style, your essence, who you are as a person. It's not one size fits all because I, I know that, you know, you've also talked about how there are so many trends that are just terrible. I mean, I, I you know, the colors that don't suit anybody and, and don't fall for those traps, like really right work with someone like Scarlett. And so Scarlett, tell us how people can find you and work with you. I would love to um, invite everybody to go to my website at scarlettimage.com. And if you go there, um, scarlettimage.com slash free styling tips, uh, I will send you five videos, one per day, uh, with tips to help you break up with the clothes in your closet that are doing you wrong. And being that this is a dating audience, we all need to know how to break up with things that are wrong for us. So I help you identify what's in your closet that you just won't wear again and probably shouldn't wear again. So if you can get out the bad, you'll have only the good inside. And when you can open up your closet and see the clothes that will actually work for you, it's a, it's a really, it's a hell of a great feeling. Uh, and I do, I don't have a, lo um, a lot of spaces, but for the first five who um, sign up through a, a link that Sandy will be giving out, I will offer a complimentary call to those who really want help on, on their wardrobe and want to learn how to dress better. I'll help you identify why it is what's in your closet isn't working and, and tell you what it is you need so that you do have a wardrobe that you are happy to wear and can easily pick out what to put on and feel good about yourself. Because remember, if you feel good about what you're wearing, you're going to have more confidence. And that is the key. Love it. I just want to give out the, the link now. It's scarlet.com, scarletimage.com forward slash talk. Um, so that if you're listening on video or audio and you don't see the show notes, you'll have the link. Um, so you. go to both of these links and Take advantage of Scarlett's generous offers. She is awesome, as you can hear. And I will link to some of our other talks as you've been on the Woman of Value podcast, you've been on this podcast before, and 
so much, so much wisdom to share. So thank you, Scarlett, for coming on the show and thank sharing you. again. And uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. And if you love us, please, please, please rate and review us. Um, if you go to Apple Podcasts on your mobile app, you can rate and review the show. And we really appreciate every single rating and review. And we hope you go on your last first date very soon. <laughs>